my psycho killers and psycho thrillers to the house of unkindness. I'm drunk, she's drunk, and we don't care. We're making candles, or not. And we're here to break down mysterious cases. We'll probably be unkind. We We hope hope you you don't don't mind. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) So, this episode's gonna be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about crazy stories that have happened to us. Because we forgot to uh, <laughs> look up any... Well, no, it wasn't that we forgot to look anything up. Oh. It's the fact that uh, <clears throat> someone is leaving me Hi. for a week. Hey, it's only like from the 22nd to the 27th. You're about st- six days. You're leaving me. <laughs> so we Bye. have not had time to actually get a case ready for you. So this week... We're just gonna do weird things that have happened to us because we have a crazy story for you. Oh my gosh, that, that, that yes. And uh, we're gonna give you guys a warning. We might just be hysterically laughing through most of this. Through all of this? Because it's, yeah. We're just gonna be, like, completely... We're gonna be exposing a lot of things <laughs> in our lives right now. Yep. <laughs> so, I guess oh, I'll boy. start this first story. <laughs> This happened just a few nights ago with Sarah and I both. Oh, I'm sorry. It was hilarious. He was so cute, though. He was not cute. Okay. Okay, he he was kind of. Okay, at first he was. Yeah, and then it got weird. So, <clears throat> Sarah and I had to go to a, sm- a bigger town than our town for some business. Yeah. And after we got done with the business over there, we... Sarah's gonna die on me in this. <laughs> oh gosh. So we ended up saying, "Oh hey, let's run to Walmart and see if we can find a couple things." Yep. Well, we probably shouldn't have gone. No, we shouldn't have gone that that night. We mm-hmm. we should have just gone home. Yes. But mind you guys, in our little <laughs> town here in Montana, we don't have a Walmart where we where we live. Nope. So, like, we were in a town that had a Walmart, so we were like, okay, we'll just go there, make it quick, in and out, be done. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. in and out was not the case. <laughs> you said that that night, too. I, seriously, I did. I was like, okay, we have three things that we are looking for. So, I had it mapped out in my head of all three places that these products were so that we could just make a big circle and not have to backtrack ourselves. So, we still ended up backtracking. We did, but that was not my fault necessarily. No, our Walmart just kind of sucks over there. (laughs) So, we ended up in the makeup, uh, feminine products section. Yeah, you know, normal things of life. Yeah. Well, me and Sarah, I know you guys can't see us, but we are both short. Yes, very much. We are both five foot three. We oh, actually, I got measured the other day, and I'm five foot four. Okay, well, okay, I'm five foot three, so go screw yourself. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we are both short, and um, Sarah could not reach what she was trying to get because it was on the top shelf. And no, we are not inserting a top shelf joke here. I'm just short. We sh- neither of us could reach it, and I was just about <laughs> to offer, "Hey, do you want me to put you on my shoulders so you can reach it?" But this nice young gentleman, shout out to you. Don't know who you are, but shout out to you. He offered to grab it for Sarah, and he grabbed it and went about his business. 
Really nice guy. And now comes the fun stuff. Yeah. So I'm looking at something down an aisle. I'm like, oh, Sarah, look at this. <laughs> well, then this little old grandpa walked up to us. And he was cute at first. I won't lie. He was sweet-ish. So, <laughs> he... <laughs> this is where it gets funny. So he simply states to us, you young ladies know anything about shampoo? I was like, ah, oh, no, man, like, don't look at me. Like, I probably damaged my hair. Sorry if my hairstylist is listening to this, but thanks for the product. Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> so Sarah goes, well, I know a little bit. How can I help you? Hashtag and my store of shampoo. Right? Well, and mind you, I don't know if you noticed this in the time, but there was a associate standing right there. Right behind us. But he asked us about shampoo. He didn't ask. Why didn't he ask the associate? That's now? see, kind of confused, right? Because I thought about it later <laughs> that night when we got home. So, okay, keep that in mind. So Sarah walks away with this guy. I turn around, she's gone. I'm like, okay. But I could hear her. So <laughs> that's the I? that's the only reason I wasn't too concerned and didn't go looking is because I could hear you the next aisle over yeah i know and that's another reason like i could hear you and i was packing hopefully that's not a oh well don't report this um <laughs> well it's not a bank or a federal place so no i mean it's it's public and and this is montana and i have my concealed carry permit exactly it's fine. so <laughs> so sarah goes off and they come back a couple minutes later well it wasn't too long they come back and this guy starts going on about how the color of the bottle was different. And then Sarah just simply says, well, does she dye her hair? And he was like, yeah, she dyes it blonde. Here, let me show you a picture. Of this little varmint. No, or that's... no this bitch. Or yeah, what did he, he call her? I, he called her a bitch. He called her so many different names. Like, that's I feel true. bad for this lady. So, then he pulls up this picture and turns his phone to us and goes, here's the picture of the little varmint. And I was just in my head like, uh, okay. So, <laughs> oh no. So then he goes on this rampage about this woman, and mind you, I mean this guy is probably in his seventies. I'm guessing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, I mean, he looked on the older side. Yeah. You know, and so he's going on about this woman and how they were neighbors for fourteen years. Or 12 years, and then, so. and then now they've been engaged for 14 months, and he thought life was so much better when they were neighbors and all this stuff. Like, we were just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I ended up actually starting to record a bit of what he was saying on my phone. Oh, my gosh. Just Funny because, stuff. like, he was, like, going off about food and stuff about this woman. <laughs> well... This is where it gets weird. Well, he started talking... Oh, yeah, she... Yeah, okay. No, what What were you going to say? He started talking about how she uh, is very controlling. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And I don't know how I did. The uh, Bluetooth headphones that he had, she took them and put them in her sta safe for six months. And he doesn't have the code to the safe. Because she didn't like the fact that she couldn't tell who he was talking to. Yep. And then he would, she would also go through his car and his trunk and his, his glove, glove compartment. Yeah, and like. Just, just all of these things, like, 
Anything that what? she doesn't like him having, she locks it in the safe <laughs> from him. Like, hey, I, mm, I think that crosses a line. Yeah, I think that crosses a line. A little bit, a little bit. But then, right about the time, because I don't have a filter. Sarah's the one here that has the filter. I absolutely do not. I, I'm the level-headed one of this relationship. <laughs> it's, it's fine. We're fine. Sarah and I always have a joke that, you know, I'm the hothead and she's the level-headed one. And it's 100% true. Very much so. Like, unless if I'm in, like, a situation that I'm being harassed or something, <laughs> Sarah just jumps in and, like, I'll come beat a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah, that is... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm still a little mad at her. It, it um, happened last night. Mm-hmm. So, for those of you that don't know, I chopped off my hair. Well, I don't know why any of you guys would know that unless you follow me on Instagram. But I chopped off all my hair, <laughs> and there was a situation, and Sarah was like, I'll come beat a bitch up for you. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> yeah, now it's, this is where it starts to get a little weird. So, um, trigger warning here, uh, sexual content, just so everyone knows. Um, so this man looks at us and says, oh, no, so I was just about to ask him, well, if she's that controlling, why do you stay in the relationship? Mm -hmm. And he looks at us before I could say anything and says, the only reason I'm with her is because the sex is good. <laughs> you know it's good when you take six Viagra in one day. This is what this <laughs> man told us. And oh Sarah gosh. and I were both just kind of like, uh... We looked at each other and we were just dumbfounded by what this little old man was saying to us. Like, okay. And so then he looks at us and goes, okay, well, you beautiful young ladies, have a good night now that I've shared too much. And just simply walked away from us. Like, full on, just walks away like nothing happened. Like, he did not just share the fact that he supposedly took six Viagra in one day. Now, I'm no medical professional, but I'm half a doctor. Um, <laughs> do not take six Viagra in one day. Please do not. That just... Mm, that's a little... Uh, that could little kill much. you. That could kill you. True. Very true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we ended up having to finish the rest of our walking because this was our first stop. In the three stops that we had to make. Yeah, because we went from four. there. Okay, four, because we had to go back to the pharmacy section. Yep. But, <laughs> so that was our first stop. And so, I, it was, her and I just kept laughing all the way through the store. We were like, six Viagra. And we were in the middle of actually sending this to one of our good friends. Shout out to you, Louis. Uh, and we're trying to be quiet walking through Walmart. And all these people are passing us, and we're just dying laughing. It was it was a great time. Yeah. It was such a great time. So now, I don't know if Sarah knows this. So when I got home, she knows that I was kind of paranoid about it, because I was like, it was just a really weird experience. Well, I ended up actually checking my car for, like, tracking devices and stuff, because I, in my head... And maybe this is the criminal justice in me, but I was like, you know, what if him and somebody else saw us get out of the car 
And he was just sent in to distract us while whoever was with him put tracking devices on our car, on my car. Did, did you find one? No. Okay, that's good. But I do have a <laughs> monitor thing coming that can check better than just visual looking. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so, because I was all paranoid. <laughs> because I keep seeing all these videos of people finding tracking devices and, like, the uh, Apple AirTags on their cars. Creepy. Yeah, so like I was all paranoid. People, why are you so weird? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I even made uh, Rob actually come out with me because uh, everyone else was at work. So <laughs> Rob came out with me while I checked the car because I was oh, like, God. I don't want to be out there by myself. <laughs> that is actually phenomenal. Right? So yeah. I love how many pillows you have in your room. I know, I have so many. But it's, like, really the only quiet room in the house, uh, except for the buddy. But he's actually being quiet tonight for us. (laughs) For once. (laughs) I don't even remember your bunny's name, if I'm being completely honest. It's Rip. Rip? Yeah. Rest in peace? No. (laughs) Well, that's... Rest in peace, violence? Well, it's actually kind of funny that his name is Rip because of my job. Being a coroner. (laughs) But he was actually named off of the hit TV show Yellowstone. Uh (laughs) Oh. Because actually in, in Whitehall at my folks' place, we have a um, wild bunny that runs around, and we named her Beth. Cute. So we have Beth and Rip. So. That's cute. Yeah. For any of you Yellowstone fans, there you go. Shameless plug. I like you. You need to. Why? Guess uh, I know what we're watching when uh, it, we're having our girls week when everyone's gone. Is that <laughs> during my... No, never mind. It's at the end of December. Okay. Okay, Sarah, do you have another story of weird, unfortunate Uh, things that have happened to you? Um, I think it was last year, I was uh, messaged by this random person on Facebook, and he's all like, hey, wanna be a sugar baby? And I was like, (laughs) what? Ex-party? What are you talking- what? No! No sugar babies here. No sugar babies. I'll just continue to be a broke-ass bitch. Yo, same. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Lynette? Oh, my gosh. Well, actually, Sarah knows this story, and so things have been crazy in the last uh, 40, well, 36 hours, I would say. So yesterday morning, I woke up at 5 o'clock because I had my mom's puppy that I was watching. Ah, little Winechester. Yep, little Winechester. So... I was up in my mom's room because I can't keep him in our room mm-hmm. because it's, ah, it just becomes a nightmare because all the dogs want to play when we're trying to sleep. So I was in there trying to get Chester to lay down and I got a message on my Snapchat and it was somebody that I hadn't had in my Snapchat. Well, he started telling me that he was demanding $50 to get my Instagram account back. Well, immediately, I was worried that it was our business Instagram, so Mm. I got on, and I was locked out of my personal one. Like, I was logged off everything. So, I was not very happy. Well, I don't blame you. Yeah. So, I just told this guy, like, bro, I don't have 50 bucks to even, like, I don't have 50 bucks. I have $8 in my bank account right now. I don't even have fifty dollars to put in my car. Are you fucking kidding? Right? Like, bro, I don't have fifty dollars. I'm a broke college bitch. Like, fuck off. So this guy kept going and kept going, saying like, if I wanted it back, then um, I was gonna pay him. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, mm, 
You you can keep it. And I will read you the direct messages that actually, because I screenshotted some of them um, yesterday morning. <laughs> Just because, like, in my head, I I was getting mad. So, he ended up actually calling me a beep cunt here. Uh, and so, I was not very happy at all. I was pretty pissed that he had called me a cunt because... I used to get called that all the time in the prison, and I was like, mm -mm, I don't take that kindly. <laughs> so, he, he called me a cunt, and then he said, I'm going to delete the Instagram if no money comes through. And I was like, so this dude was trying to get me to pay him for basically attention. So he ends up telling me, like, you pay me $50 now to get your Instagram account back, and I'll send you $5,000 a week. <laughs> And I'll be your sugar daddy. <laughs> a sugar daddy who doesn't want no sugar? Right. Why would you need $50? Right? Uh, if, if you have $5,000 to give me per week, why do you want $50? <laughs> my brain hurts. Right? So I was just not having it. And so he's like, I'm going to delete the Instagram account if you don't send me the $50. Okay. And then he said, you work nine jobs, which I do. How do you not have $50? I was like, because I make shit wage, bro. Most of it is volunteer work. <laughs> so, uh, I think I only get paid for uh, two of my jobs. Woo. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, don't you job. Right? So, he was like, I was like, LOL. Because, again, I told you, I make shit pay. Me fuck off? Aw, little boy doesn't want to be alone and has to buy attention. You're so cute. You just need to, you just need attention. No one loves you? And he sent me a whole bunch of mad faces and was like, keep saying this and I'll, and get blocked. I was like, but you need attention, right? So I just kept going to piss this guy off because he had called me a cunt. <laughs> and actually, <clears throat> Lewis called me childish, but hey, it's fine. We're good now. So, um, I told him, give me the login and he wasn't answering, so I was like, little boy, come here, little boy. <laughs> and then he, he opened it. I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'll be nice. And he's like, that's your problem. And I was like, what's my problem? That I have bigger balls than you because I have my way of getting around things because I'm not a scared little bitch like you. And he sent a whole bunch of laughing faces. Like, I mean, look at how many laughing faces he oh sent. Oh, my God. I was like, you laugh because it's true. <laughs> and so he goes, give me nothing. Or give me money or nothing, you poor asshole. And I was like, aw, man, like, lol. Y you know, you can keep it. At least I don't have to buy my love and affection. And he was like, okay. I was like, I'm no pathetic loser that has to buy people's attention. And then, you know, okay, this might be a little mean and I might get attacked in our comments, but it's fine. You know what? I'm going to expose myself. I ended up telling the guy that he was just going to die alone. Except for the flies and their larvae that were going to eat him. Shit. <laughs> I was pretty pissed at this point. I don't blame you. Because this was probably about an hour and a half after the first initial message. And he seriously would not give me the login back. So, yeah. Needless to say, I told the guy he was going to die alone. <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh, well. Um, but so, ended up not getting my Instagram account back. He completely changed the email. He changed the phone number associated with the account to a fake phone number. He changed everything. 
So, I don't have my Instagram. I just have our business one. Oh, we gotta love people. Yeah, right? Not really, but you know, it's fine. Taking my fucking Instagram account and then saying I'll be your sugar daddy? Like, nah, man, you're a fucking creep. (laughs) That's an understatement. Yeah, that's for sure. (laughs) Hmm. You don't have any weird prison stories that have happened to you, Sarah? Oh, do I? <laughs> so, we have a, I had a certain inmate continuously asking me for my beanie. Oh, fun. And I was like, just just wait until you get out and then order one off of Amazon. They're like 15 for 2. <clears throat> and he's all like $15, huh? So, 15 ramen and I was like, no. If you have 15 ramen, I have to go up there and take a couple. Because that is over the amount that you're allowed to <laughs> So you're just going to go take this dude's ramen? I was. <laughs> and then the sergeant did it for me. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, neat. Now I don't have to write up an incident report or whatever, a- anything like that. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Really happy about that. Rough. Um, and then there was this other time. It was a different inmate. I was in one of the low side units, and... So, for those of you that don't know, before Sarah continues this, our prison is one of the, like, last three prisons that hold multiple custody levels in one place. So, we have Supermax all the way down to the lowest custody possible. Mm-hmm. So, we have triple fence, four fences? Triple fences? Where at? Up at Max. Max, there's triple, Okay, I so think. we have... Triple fences all the way down Wait, maybe, to no fence. Maybe they're quadruple up at max because high side, I think, is triple. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm trying to I think, but think I... I think that there's only three, but I could be wrong. I can't remember. I haven't been there for a year. There's the four-foot fence and then the two with the razor wire. I thought the four-foot fence was high side. No, there's a four-foot fence going up from... Um, Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? There is, isn't there? Yeah, Yeah, okay, so triple fence. It's Prisneyland. It doesn't really... Uh, Anyway, um... (laughs) I was on the low side unit, and this one inmate, shocker, kept... Sorry, my mic just fell. (laughs) (laughs) This inmate, he kept making, like, comments, and was hitting on me. Oh, don't you just love it when inmates hit on you? Most definitely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) i was finally finally like to the sergeant i was like this guy he keeps doing this and is quite annoying and then not that long later a different inmate came up knocked on the door and he's like what's your first name my buddy wants to know and i was like is your buddy so and so and they're like yeah and i was like "Mm, it's officer (laughs) <laughs> I love doing that to inmates like I loved it acting like I was gonna tell them their name and then or tell them my name and then be like mm, yeah it's officer so okay I I have one from when I was at prison actually so wait did you end up you, you I had to he, write an incident report and write them up oh fun okay so this was like right after I first started I think I was just fresh off of OJT and I was actually down in fish row so MDIU okay so, right, and I was in the cage, so I, uh, I was in fish, and on 
B block. If you're in the cage, is B block the left side? I can never remember. Yes, <laughs> okay, because it, it feels backwards Depending in the cage. On where you're sitting. If you're coming from if you're that looking tree door and you're looking down the hallway, it is the yes, it's it's right the right side. side. Okay, so there was a guy on <laughs> B block. Upper B19. I will never forget the cell. Trust me. I know. <laughs> so they kept buzzing. And at this point, I was kind of like a semi-regular down there in mm-hmm. the cage. That's where they kept sticking me. So I, he kept buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. Well, he kept going and asking me all these questions and blah, blah, blah. And being a new officer, I was like, I'm not telling you this shit. No. He wanted to know if I was from here, if I lived in a different town, blah, blah, blah. Normally when they ask me that, I'm like, yeah, I'm from Nowheresville. I'm from hell. <laughs> <laughs> so. Aw, did you, did it hurt? Did what hurt? When you fell from heaven? Yeah. No, but I scraped my knee crawling up from hell. Yeah, seriously. Bro, <laughs> honestly. So, this guy kept just trying to get information out of me. And I would never tell him anything. Well, then, mind you, like, I'm brand new. And I was just moving into my first house alone. Okay? With my ex-boyfriend. So, we were moving into this house on the west side of town. Mm -hmm. Well, so, I woke up one morning at, like, I think, honestly, it was, like, (laughs) 4 o'clock in the morning or maybe 3. It was pretty early. So, it was still third shift. Mm -hmm. So... I look at my phone and I have this friend request from this inmate. Does he have a cell phone? Well, that's what I thought. So, mind you, I mean, he's in fish. Yeah, but they like to, (laughs) pun intended, fish, so. Right. Well, at first I thought, well, is he doing it through the tablets? Is he, um, (coughs) does he have a Does he have a friend on the outside that could have found you? Well, okay, so that was my thing. Because the last names matched, and I couldn't remember this inmate's first name, okay? Okay. But I knew the last name. Mm -hmm. And it looked just (laughs) like him. So I I panicked. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, you need to call right now to command post. So I call command post. And thank you to this lieutenant. If you ever hear this, you know who you are. I call him, mind you, it's like three, four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, hey, this is Officer Ray on second shift. And he goes, oh, okay, how can I help you? He goes, are you calling off? I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I just have a small little issue. So I fill him in on what's going on, tell him everything. He goes, okay. He goes, what I'm going to have you do is come in early to your shift today. So, my shift was at 2 o'clock, so he wanted me to come in at, like, 1 o'clock-ish so that I could fill out an incident report and bring all of the photos, or the photo that I had screenshot of the friend request to command post. So, I did that, and some time had gone by, and I ended up working a third shift overtime, and I was actually in Tower (laughs) 4 on this overtime. So, I'm up there, and mind you, I mean, I'm brand new. I don't, I don't know shit out there, really. I don't know anybody out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a guy at my gate, so I let him in, and he gets to the gate, to the tower, uh, 
hole where you drop the key down. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, I was like, uh, can I help you? He goes, yeah, it's the third shift lieutenant. Let me up. And I was like, well, I was like, so he gets up to the tower. Mind you, I had never met this man. So he gets up and I was like, I'm so sorry, sir. Like, I didn't know who you were. I, I, this is my first third shift overtime. He goes, no, you did exactly everything you were supposed to do. Well, then he introduces himself. And as soon as he said his last name, I was like, you're the one that I talked to the, a few nights back about that inmate. He goes, oh yeah, did you ever hear anything about that? And I was like, no, they said they couldn't do anything about it. It ended up being his twin brother. And they couldn't do anything about it because it wasn't actually the inmate. And he goes, <clears throat> give me a little bit. And I was like, okay. He finished what he needed to do up in the tower. He was just bringing new zoning things up and leaves. Well, about 45 minutes later, my phone rings up in Tower 4, which is very unusual for a night shift. Yeah, that's true. So I answered and I was like, you know, Tower 4, Ray. And he goes, hey, Ray, um, I need you to tell me that inmate's name. So I told him the name. He goes, okay, give me a little bit. I'll call you back. Uh, okay. <laughs> So, probably about four hours, five hours later, he calls me back and he says, I'm currently listening to all of the phone calls between him and his brother. And it turns out that it was a plan. They were trying to compromise me and uh, get me to help bring shit in. Gotta love dirty cops. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'm just... I was brand new. <laughs> and even... The, the warden had come and talked to me and told me, you know, thank you for turning this in, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, I don't want prison time, man. Mm -mm. I'm 19 years old. You think I want to go to prison for some dumb fucking prison? No. Some dumb fucking inmate? <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Right. What's your next story, Sarah? Oh, shoot. Okay. So, you remember that inmate that tried to, um, buy my beanie? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was in Fish Row once. Mm. And fucking fish. He came back and um he pushed the button and I was up in the cage during this. He was actually on B block, but he was lower <laughs> 11. Isn't I it think. crazy how we remember these cell numbers? <laughs> I have two it's more ridiculous. stories I think after this about my prison experiences. Oh my gosh, it, it's ridiculous. He's finally like, "Hey, officer, I was like, what? He's like, are you the one that I was trying to buy that beanie off of? Oh, God, what are you doing back? And oh, he man. laughing at me. And he's all like, it, offer's still on the table. 15 um, ramen for your beanie. And I was like, mm, no, buddy. Mm -mm. We ain't doing this. Right. <laughs> and mind you, there's someone else up there with me. Right, you always have to. <clears throat> she was great. Was? <laughs> She's up at F unit now. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but she was sitting there laughing at me because I was just fuming over the fact that he had the audacity to ask for my beanie again. <laughs> and you're in a cage. And I'm in a cage. So I, he, I turn off the speaker and I'm talking with the other officer in the cage with me and he just starts 
wailing on this stupid oh button. my god I, I hate when they do that hate these buttons they're worse than the freaking high side high side is rough <laughs> especially if there's only one of you up there and you're like running back and forth rough yeah yeah, yeah. that's just, it's just it's ridiculous and so i, I can't believe he asked again I, it's, <laughs> me either like come on but i finally flip it back on and i'm like what do you want and he's like, whoa, no need to get all salty. And I was like, first of all, I'm marinated at this point. <laughs> I'm not yes. salty. I am marinated. And he's like, why are you marinated then? And I was like, because a dumb fuck decides to ask me again for my beanie. Why else would I be marinated? And then he starts laughing at me. And then he tried talking to me about different things. And I was like, hmm. We're not doing this. so I We aren't it. friends. We are not friends. So I just had the other officer answer him every single time. And any time that he would ask for me, she would be like, she's in the bathroom. Or she's, she's making busy, coffee. Or making <laughs> coffee. Or she's eating right now. Or she doesn't want to talk to you. By the end of it, she was finally like, you need to stop this. Like, seriously, stop. You could have technically wrote him up for that. I could have. Like, honestly. So, okay, I lied. I have four more <laughs> stories about my prison experience, but we'll still take turns. <laughs> well, there will probably be more as we're talking, that, but... That's the end of that story. <laughs> like, it was the end of my shift, and I was finally, like... You're like, I'm going home. I, I left. I didn't talk to him at all. Do you ever see him that. in visiting? Unfucking fortunately Oh, it's rough. Sometimes. Thankfully. Anytime that he's in there, I look at him... And I stare at him and his visitor, and then they get uncomfortable, and I'm like, no talking, do not touch each other, do not. <laughs> Let's be honest, though, I kind of like yelling at people. <laughs> That's fair. So, my next story, this one is actually like, I, I was really disappointed this day. This was in Fish, too. So... It's always the fish stories that are the funniest. Uh, right. So, okay. So, I was always that officer that I always watched the opposite block that had day room for fishing. Because I loved catching oh, them fishing. I love the freaking fishing. Oh, yeah. I love pulling it up on that monitor and then, like, moving the camera around. So much fun. Oh, no. No, you want to know what I would do? Mm. So, I'd catch them fishing and I'd open their cell door and I'd tell them to bring it to the cage. Just to embarrass the shit out of them. <laughs> honestly like i caught so many people and they'd bring it to me and i'd be like do you realize you can get rode up for this dude anytime that i would catch people fishing i'd turn on the speaker i'd be like you know fishing in montana without a license is considered illegal bring it to the cage yeah seriously no that, same that was my favorite thing to yeah think. no seriously like i'd turn their speaker on and <laughs> i would like pop their door as soon as they got it underneath the door i'm like you know, bring it to the cage. So there's this one inmate. And, you know, honestly, he was really funny. This inmate was. So this particular day, his block actually had day room. Well, I kept catching him fishing whenever the officers were off the block. And I kept telling him to bring it to the cage. And I told him, if I catch you one more time, I'm going to write you up. Well, then this guy, this inmate tells me, you realize your officers are very incompetent? And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, here, I'll show you. 
Bro, this dude on the top tier, he was in like A, no, I think he was B block. He was like B20, well, no, what is the ones up by the showers? Is that the lower numbers, right? That's like 1 through 10. So I think he was like B9, okay? <laughs> okay. I see this motherfucker slide a fishing line out from under his door. Okay, sorry, for those of you that don't know what fishing is, basically it's getting a sort of line with something heavy on it. They usually pull um, threads out of their uh, towels or their yeah. shirts or things like that. Yeah, and so they use them to get stuff from one cell to another, basically. Mm-hmm. So it is a security issue, so that's why it is a write-up. So this motherfucker literally slides this thing under the door and gets it to lower B24. Are you serious? Yeah. No, dead serious. And gets whatever... I He he brought it to me. I think it was, like, a piece of paper or something. Like, it wasn't anything bad. But um, he fucking... He got this thing from upper B9 all the way to lower B24. And there's three officers on this block. Three. Are you serious? And none of them saw this fishing line. And he told me, he goes, ma'am, I'll show you and I'll bring you whatever I fish. I'm like, okay. So he did. Like, he literally, I think it was just like a little piece of paper. It wasn't anything big. But like, he got it over three officers' heads of his fishing. No one noticed it. How crazy is that? That is nuts. These people are freaking They're masterminds. Yeah. Ooh, I have a fishing story. Ooh, yes. Okay, so, um, it was around, uh, the end of the night, so we had just finished count, and I was kind of just, you know, perusing, looking on the cameras, making sure that they weren't fishing, Yep. and I happened to look, I can't believe that Lower B fishes so much. Oh, yeah, all the time. Because it's on Lower B. All the time. They were throwing, like drink packets like the fruit punch and all that mm-hmm. stuff they were throwing those and they were fishing them or like so, the ketchup packets are oh big ones gosh. and they like to splatter them underneath the doors yeah yeah that that stuff annoys me but um <laughs> this guy accidentally sends it out a little bit too far so i call up the sergeant and i'm like hey uh they're fishing on lower b125 and um it looks like they lost their catch of the day. <laughs> and he's all like, oh, all right. He hangs up the phone. He goes onto the block. Freaking love this sergeant, by the way. He, go- he Is it the over. one that's retired now? No, it's the one that quit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Still don't know, but okay. His son is a sergeant now, too. Last name starts with an O. Oh, gotcha. Um, Wait, he quit? When did he quit? Not that long ago. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he walks onto the block, he picks up those things, and all of a sudden I turn on the speaker to, like, Here. the main speaker. Yeah. And this guy, he's yelling, hey, yo, that's mine. Hey, yo, that's mine. Sergeant takes it, walks over to the trash can, rips it open. Oh, my god! In front of him. And he, like, pours it out, and it's just proudest day of my life. <laughs> Most sergeants are just like, just let them fish. Mm-hmm. Most sergeants. But, like, when you get those good sergeants that are like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go take care of this. Or, like, even after, like, the 9 o'clock count, when if you, like, pop a door and pop that open, and they, everyone's, like, looking, like, what are we doing? And I'm like, oh, don't worry, just 
just trying to catch some catch of the day. It's fine. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that sergeant. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, now for a more graphic story. I know that we were going to switch back. No, forth, go for it. This one just popped into my mind. So, sometimes when I'm bored, when I was bored... She's not a cool um, officer anymore. She's no, just visiting I'm now. now. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of cool. Yeah, no, I miss visiting <laughs> when I was there. But, um... She doesn't work units anymore. Yeah, I don't work units. Sometimes. Unless command posts make you go and do stuff. But anyway, um... I was just flicking through all of the speakers in the rooms. Okay. And I heard... In MDAU? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Fish, I heard something that I really did not want to hear. God, some of the shit that they talk about in that. No, oh. no, 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 no. They weren't talking. Oh! They, they oh, were, no! They were boogering. Oh, so, no! Uh, I call up the sergeant and I'm all like, can you go stop these guys? It's a different sergeant at this point. And he's all like, well, you know... You gotta get it where you can, and I was like, no, that's disgusting, go stop them. That's illegal. Like, that's illegal. He, he was just joking with me, but he sent two officers as I was like, no. Oh, poor go. officers. I know. Oh. I felt so bad that they had to write an incident report. I did too, but it was just, it, <laughs> Gay for the stay, man. Straight at the gate. <laughs> it's, no, just no. I, I had a similar story to that one time, actually, uh. There, uh, I was flipping through speakers just like you were, just making sure everything was okay, because some of the cells in fish, um, you can't see into from the cage. So you flip through speakers to make sure that they're not beating each other up or doing other things. So I was scrolling through and, oh man, yeah, I, and actually it's the person that I couldn't stand out there as the sergeant Mm -hmm. and she walked on and... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. It was great. Best day of my life out there. Um, but so my, my other story, and I don't know if you know about this one, actually. Probably not. So I was still, it was my last day of OJT. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had a now captain as my FTO. So she had told me to meet her in the lobby and she was going to go up into a high side cage with me to evaluate me on my last day. Mm-hmm. Well, she never showed up she on ne- this day. What? I, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> she ended up not showing up. So I just kind of floated to the last few things that I had on my list that I needed to go to. One being the lobby. So I'm with a newer officer at the time. And I don't think he works out there anymore. But so I'm at the lobby. And... Um, we're standing there and this lady comes in and she works out in industries, I believe, or she's a teacher or something like that. Well, she drops her water bottle right in front of us, mm-hmm. right at the metal detector. So were you there when the lobby had its old setup? Mm-mm. Okay. So how the lobby used to be, so where uh, the desk and stuff is now, mm-hmm. it used to be back where the um, face oh. chipboard okay. is now. Okay. So, it used to be way back. So, you had quite a bit of room in the lobby before okay. you had to clear security. So, I it was way back there. So, we were standing there and she drops it and she automatically looks at us. 
and goes, oh, it's grape juice, I swear. And I thought this was weird. And now, mind you, like, I'm brand new. I'm 19. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing out here. <laughs> so I was like, what do you mean it's just grape juice? Well, then the other officer was like, I'll go grab a mop. Well, then while I'm standing there, I'm just kind of chit-chatting with her. And there's a huge line building up. And I could smell something. And so then the officer brings it and uh, mops it up. And starts to walk away, and I was like, wait, hold on. Well, at this point, she was going through the sally port. So I ran to the sally port, and I said, don't let her through. Keep these doors closed. So I grab the mop, and I smell it, and it's alcohol. It's wine. You brought wine into a prison? And she was drunk. Oh, my god. So as she was trying to get her keys in the sally port, she was fumbling. She couldn't hold on to them. Oh well, then command post ended up pulling her into in through that one door in the sally port yeah the command post door yeah so pulled her in through there and she ended up losing her job because her uh bc or her bac sorry was like 0.16 jesus yeah and (laughs) her whole water bottle was filled with wine now they had offered her and i thought this was kind of sad they had offered her like if you go to treatment we'll give you, we'll let you keep your job. Well, she was like, no, nope. So she ended up, you know, ultimately losing her job. And I think she is now in the book of shame, but here's where the story turns really awkward. Shortly after that incident, she moved in next door to me. Oh no. <laughs> and so I ended up talking to her one time and well, cause it was like kitty corner in my backyard. Mm-hmm. So the little like cream house over here. Oh shit. And so I was out in the backyard one day and she ended up stopping me and talking to me, but I don't think she realized who I was. Like, I think she like was too drunk that day to comprehend who I was. And so she never realized who I was, but now she doesn't live there. So I don't have to worry about it, but it was really awkward for the time she was living there. I was like, oh man. (laughs) (coughs) Next story. Okay. So you said you're FTO. So... Well, I was on OJT. I think it was, like, my second or third day. I was sitting in one of the case manager's uh, offices Mm -hmm. because he wanted to go over a couple things. Wanted to show me how to do my time and all that fun stuff. All the fun times. That fun stuff. Um, And I had brought a soda with me in a plastic bottle. I guess it got knocked around a little bit. Uh Uh-oh. Because I had it over my lap, and I was opening it, and the other guy that I was on OGT with, who was also his, um, one of his officers that he was training. FTO, yeah. His um, FTO. His, yeah, it was also his FTO. Well, uh, I opened my bottle of (coughs) Coca-Cola, and it gets all over the front of me. Oh, no. Just, just all over the front of and, me. And for those of you that are wondering what officers wear, we they wear gray out there. So yeah. they wear gray pants, gray cargo pants, and a black shirt with the logo of the prison. Yep. So, like, it is okay. very easy to see things when it's wet on these pants. Yeah. But thankfully, they dry quickly. Yes, thankfully. Thankfully. Um, <laughs> and I was sitting there, and I had it all over me and I was holding the bottle out in front of me and over a Were you just like can. in shock? You're like, what the heck? And I'm looking at it 
And I look up, and the sergeant is just, he's staring at me. His mouth is open. Um, the other guy, who is now a uh, mental health tech out of the prison, he's looking at me, and he's trying not to laugh. And I'm like, don't. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, it dried in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it seems But I smelled right. like soda all day. Oh, that's always fun. Just just so much fun. Good thing that the inmates can buy soda off canteen. <laughs> right? Like, at least it's nothing, like, that they haven't, like, it, I don't want to sound weird, but, it, like, it's not something that they were, like, craving, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been weird. Right? Oh, man. Awkward. Very much so. My life right there. <laughs> so, okay, so my next story um, is back, I'm going to go to Max, I think, for this one. I so, next story after yours. Okay. So I was up in Max, and I had one of the most badass now staff sergeants that we have at the prison. Oh, okay, sorry, lieutenant. lieutenant sorry, lieutenant. Okay, so we're over here telling each other the names because we can't, we don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> but we don't want to give names on our podcast, sorry. Yeah. Um, Just to protect their privacy. Names. Yeah. Um, okay, so I had the most badass, now lieutenant, in, in Max. Russian guy? Yeah. <laughs> Best person that, Russian, like, I, I think I taught, or I learned so much from him. Yeah, he's so good. He's just, I, he's great. So, this day, it was spring. So, all the snow was melting, but it was still pretty icy outside. And so, we were running yard. And no one wanted to run yard, so I was the lowest man on the totem pole, so I got to stand yard. Oh, I hated yard up in Max. Yeah, yeah, me. Did you know that they got that new Max? Yeah. New yard for Max? Yeah. So, so much better. I was out there, and was he Max? I thought it was SAU. SAU. It had to have been SAU. Well, lock two at the time. Yeah. Yes, okay, so it had to have been lock two, which is like one step down from Max. Yeah. So, um... It's the unit that they go to... Okay, we're back. <laughs> Just a slight malfunction in microphone. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> Sarah's microphone was off, so in that last segment, if she's hard to hear, we are sorry. Very much so. Or if she sounds distant, that's why. Woo! And my mic died. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna pick up where we left off in my story. So, basically... Um, as I'm standing yard, um, I don't remember if I said this already. So, these two inmates were being a pain in the ass. And there's always two locked gates between that, an inmate and myself. So, they were bringing this other inmate out and this guy was black. And he was like, hi, Miss Ray, how are you? I was like, I'm good, how are you? He goes, oh, I'm good. And then they put him into the, the, his slot where he was going. Well, so then these two guys were like, oh, so you'll say hi to the N-word here, but not to us. And I didn't say anything. Well, then these guys started talking about their crimes, trying to scare me. Rip. Stop. So these guys were trying to drink too. I know, right? So these guys were trying to scare me um, by telling me they're basically talking loudly between themselves about their crimes. One guy had um, beaten a woman and sexually assaulted her and all this. 
Well, then, because I wasn't <laughs> answering them, this one guy that was closest to me, we call him Kennels, he was in one of the kennels, and <laughs> it's the best way to describe him. You're not wrong. <laughs> he, like, ran at the fence towards me to try to scare me, but it didn't work. Well, then, um, the one guy that was closest to me had started threatening me, saying, um, that if they got a hold of me, they were gonna rape me and then, uh, shank me to death. Trigger warning. Right. Um, (laughs) so, I literally just stood there, like, in my head, I was like, don't reach for your radio, because that's what they want. Like, they're trying to scare you. Yeah. So, I was like, "Mm, nope, I'm not doing it. Well, then, so Yard got them, and they came out and pulled everyone in. And I finally got to go to this this sergeant that's now a lieutenant. And um, I told him what had happened. He goes, well, why didn't you call us? Like, why didn't you tell us what was going on? And I was like, well, because that's what they wanted. And uh, <laughs> and uh, he was like, okay. I was like, I'll go do my incident report, blah, blah, blah. Well, so then... He, the, these guys were being moved from regular, uh, status in SAU to detention. And <coughs> this sergeant locked all of us females in the ST's office. <laughs> we <laughs> were all laughs. locked in the ST's office. That makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> right? Like, he locked us in there so that they didn't see any of us females and go after one of us. And later on, this inmate ended up apologizing to me and was like, you know, we could tell you were new. We were just trying to get a rise out of you. So that was fun. So one of the inmates, he popped his sprinkler. And this is he, the inmate that starts with Y, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. And he um, clogged his toilet and kept flushing his toilet. He clogged his sink, kept turning on his sink. And it was just, it was shit water. It was piss water. It was just, it was gross. It was nasty prison water. Yes. It was just, it was nasty. And, um, as I was pushing the water, because we, we have drains on the blocks, um, (laughs) one of the inmates started singing. (laughs) Like, full on, just singing freestyle rap. It was, it was actually kind of good. And I'm not much one for rap. Fair. I don't know if he knew this, but rap isn't exactly my go-to music. And my go-to is country, so oof, I get it. My go-to is alternative, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're different people, okay? Leave yes. us alone. <laughs> you look like the teen mom, and at, or not the teen mom, the mom who has her life put together, and I look like the emo teen child who's rebellious, but we're not gonna... Anyway. Um, <laughs> different subject for a different time. <laughs> well, wait, what does it make me look like now, now that I chopped off all my hair? Um, Am I still the mom? <laughs> trying to be the hip Karen mom. <laughs> Ouch! I'm not a Karen! I know you're not. Ouch! But anyway, as we were pushing the I water... I take it back. I didn't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> um fiddlesticks where was I you were pushing water (laughs) we were pushing water this guy was singing and then all I was just pushing beat like bouncing around to it pushing it towards the drain and then all of a sudden he stops like it's (laughs) dead quiet we're put well it's not dead quiet but we're pushing water yeah that unit's never quiet that block was surprisingly quiet for like a short period of time the only time I've ever seen that whole unit quiet was in the middle of a blackout when we had nothing (laughs) 
but keys to fucking get doors open. Oof. I hate when that happens. But after he stopped, I was just kind of like, wait, where did the music go? What happened? And then all of a sudden he yells out, hail Satan. And (laughs) I was just like, "Mm, never mind. Okay. And so I go along and I push water. And of course this happens after the nine o'clock count. Rough. So I have to fill out an incident report and I have to do all this stuff. Wait, I thought you said you didn't have to do an incident report. No, no, not that one. Oh, fiddlesticks. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't. That was all lies. Oh, stars. Um. <laughs> Don't die. I know, right? <laughs> I've had this cough for, like, the last two weeks. It's killing me. Honestly, I get that. Um. Anyway. But, yeah. I didn't have to do an IR. But, as we were... As I was leaving... Um, she's gonna shout this person out, but, um... (laughs) Is it who I think it is? Yes! (laughs) He's parked in his car because his wife, well, now wife, then fiancé, girlfriend? Whatever. I don't remember. (laughs) I think fiancé, they were engaged for a while, I think. Yeah. Um... He's sitting in his car, and I'm walking by, and I'm fuming. I'm just talking to myself. I'm so angry. And he, like, yells out for me... Let I me guess, over... he was waiting for his carpool buddy, who yes. was an officer at the time? Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> he... He's like a big brother to us, so. Yeah, but he calls me over, and I tell him about everything that happened, and he's all like, all right, when you get home, before you walk inside, take your boots off and roll the bottom of your pants up so that you don't get it on your floor. And I was like... It's like zero degrees below outside, and it's snowing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I did it anyway, but, um. <laughs> I would have just walked in the house and been like, I'll mop later. <laughs> well, I didn't want to mop. Yeah, that's fair. So this same person actually went through my first flood with me. Oh, gosh. We were up in Max, and this fucking asshole of an inmate, who we always have problems with, decided to flood. Well, they flooded on first shift, so it was second shift's job to finish it, or something like that. I can't remember, because that was, like, right as I started. So, mind you, my first flood, right? I had seen this on movies, but on movies and TV shows, the water looks clean. Tell me otherwise. It's not clean. It's not. (laughs) So, the sergeant had split us up, and was like, you two go to the, is it West... I don't know. I can't remember. But you guys go over here, and you guys go over here and start serving chow. So, it was later on in the day that they flooded. So, me and another dumb fuck that was new, he was in the OJT class right before me. I don't think you had the privilege of meeting him. And I'm going to shout him out. Matt, here's to you, because you and I tell this story all the time. We get sent over to go clean up the flood. And I'm all happy. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm bouncing around. They nicknamed me Bullet in, in the prison because I would never sit still. And, yeah. So, he was like. After the vibrator? Yes, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> but they said I wouldn't sit still, so they, they nicknamed, me the, nicknamed me Bullet. So, I'm, like, bouncing around, and I'm like, oh, come on, let's go, guys. 
I always tried to be like that upbeat, happy person when I first started. He didn't ask us to go get the squeegees. He said we needed something and he volunteered. And so he shoved me into the sally port. Sorry. So he shoves me into this goddamn sally port. And this water is like ankle deep. Ew. I mean, like it's deep water. And <laughs> those shoes aren't exactly waterproof. No, they weren't. So we're, <laughs> you know, those, the big steps. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't go down the little steps because they were all flooded. So, Matt was walking down the big steps. Him, okay, Matt is, like, almost seven foot. You can't tell me otherwise. He is huge. He is huge. Matt is tall. His legs can reach. My little legs cannot. So, I'm standing at the the step before we go into the water. Mm -hmm. And you, have you ever seen that video of the little elephant? Mom, is this water sanitary? Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? So, From Tarzan? Yes. So I started quoting that. I was like, Matt, is this water sanitary? And he goes, Ray, it's shit water. No, it's not sanitary. It doesn't look very sanitary. No, I was like, I was like, it looks questionable questionable to me. He goes, get your ass in the water. <laughs> so <laughs> I jump oh, into no. the water. And we're trying to get the inmate who had flooded out of the cell and moved to an upper tier. Well, that was a mistake. Did he pop this? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, he sure gosh. did. So then we had to clean up a bigger mess. But Matt is, like, sitting there, and he just walks up and, like, slams his hand on the door. And is like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm sitting there like, Matt, I don't want to. <laughs> and this was the first time I ever met Matt. First time I ever met Matt was, um, I was working WRC visiting. This was before it became a big bid post. And, <laughs> oh, stars. It was great. It was fun. We talked about so many different things. But anyway, back to your story. Oh, no, no, no. That's really the end of it. Like, we ended up oh. having to just clean up all the water. But it took us, like, the whole shift. <laughs> and I think third shift ended up having to actually do some of it, too. Because we couldn't oh, get it all done. God. I mean, there was a lot of water. Oh, no. And me and Matt still tell this story today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was actually telling it a few weeks ago to some friends. And he was telling it. I, he's so funny. Like, he just cracks me up. And he's like, I will never forget the look on your face when you saw all the water. And you were like, no, Matt, No. <laughs> Um, Matt is actually, he keeps telling my parents that he's scared of me. He tells me he's scared of me, too. It's okay. But he looks at us like sisters, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's good that he sees us as sisters. Yes. He's a good guy. Yes, most definitely. So, your next story? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, I was doing weapons qualification. Uh, the I joys of every year. Weapons yep. qualification. I like doing it during the summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this actually was one of the times that I went out there with Matt. Oh, great! And he was going to try to get me to shoot correctly, and I'm like, I've been doing this since I was like five, so uh, I got this. Okay, but I let him show me anyway because sure, why it's not? It's Matt. I take off, I pop off the first few shots and I accidentally get one in the head and he's all like, well, if you're trying to go for a kill streak, you got it. (laughs) So we're trained out there 
to shoot to wound first and not shoot to kill. Yeah, you have to aim for center mass. Yeah. Um, the next few shots I got into the collarbones, and then I got it in the heart. <laughs> and then, um, I missed a couple, if I'm being completely honest. It happens to all of us. That was just with the AR. Yeah, that's fair. I loved the AR. My biggest thing was the, the, um, revolvers. I hated the three fifty seven. Same. <coughs> I always felt like after um, weapons qualification, right here, you know, when you're riding a bike yeah. too long, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they moved on to the nines because I can Thank handle goodness. a nine so much. And better. they're not revolvers. I had a, one of the revolvers <coughs> actually blow up on me. <coughs> what? Yeah. So a round got jammed, and no mm. one knew, and it blew up at me when I shot. Yeah, that was terrifying. But anyway, anyway, um, we have a lieutenant who is now a unit manager. Um, (laughs) he went out with me for my very first weapons qualification. Oh, fun. And, um, well, (coughs) we don't have COVID, I swear. No, we don't have COVID, I promise. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, I was getting ready to shoot. I was kneeling because that's just what's easiest for me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he's sitting there with binoculars and he's like, I'm going to be prepared to move my head to the side because she's going to miss. That's so mean. Dead center. First nice. shot. <laughs> See, us he bitches looked- know how to do it. <laughs> he looked over at me and he's all like, oh my. Don't piss her off. Right? And then, of course, when we got to the shotgun, I had a big old bruise from, like, the top of my shoulder to the bottom of my ribs for some reason. Jeez. I think they're... I'm very sensitive to the recoil, unfortunately. I loved shooting the shotguns. I just... They had to hold me. Actually held on to me my first time going out, and I was like, I don't need you to do that. She goes, why well, don't I want you to fall over? I was like, no, seriously, like, I don't need you to hold on to me. And then I outshot all five men that I, um, was with, so. Holy It was heck. great. Great times. So, okay, so I have a story about a time that I almost got <laughs> beat up, actually. Oh so. Back to Fish Row, right? Yeah, actually it is. So, how'd you know? Um, cause Fish Row's where everything happens? Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, so I, um, this inmate was brand new and claimed he didn't speak English. Okay, well, it's very unusual for our inmates up here in Montana to not speak English. It happens very... Every once in a while. But, like, I had heard this guy talking English earlier, so I was like, you're full of shit. So this guy, we're running chow, okay? And this guy comes up, comes out of his cell, and cuts the entire line. And you know the look that inmates give you, like, either you fix this or we will type of look? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I was getting those looks because I was the only one that witnessed what had just happened. So I told him, you need to go to the back of the line. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, my spot was being held. And I was like, no. That's not how this works. Yeah. So I kicked him to the back of the line. Well, then, he that this was, like, our last section of, on this block. I think it was our last section of to serve Chow. So he gets his plate. And then he wouldn't go locked down in his cell. And so I told him multiple times, like, you need to go locked down. Well, I ended up having to use my correctional officer voice, which is very scary, I might add. <laughs> um, 
and he was refusing. Well, you know, and I don't know if our listeners know this, but when people are getting ready for fights, especially in prison, how they tighten up their shoes and everything. Yeah. So he was tightening up his shoes pretty tight so that they didn't fall off. Jesus. So I knew what was coming. So I walked off the block and I grabbed my sergeant and another officer. I said, hey, just so you guys know, this guy's not locking down. So they come on with me and this guy is looking directly at me. Well, the sergeant stepped between me and this inmate and told him, like, you need to go lock down. He goes, no, I want her. And the sergeant was like, no, you're not going to get her. You're going to go fucking lock your ass down and you're not coming out for the rest of the night. And this dude started kind of, like, clenching his fists, like, getting ready for a fight. Mm-hmm. And he started, like, walking towards the sergeant. And the sergeant is a lot bigger than this guy. And he's like, do you want to be thrown on the ground and <laughs> taken up to um Max? He's not thrown onto the ground. He is escorted to the ground by force. Yes. Well, <laughs> but if he was going to fight us, I mean, the sergeant was going to knock him on his ass. Yeah, I like, know. It, it's a fight for your life at that point. Yeah. So he, the inmate finally locks down, and he was locked down for the rest of the night, but he hated <laughs> me from that point on. But I thought for sure he was going to throw that, that swing that he was getting ready for. Yeah. And the same night, Actually, this is really funny. So the same night, um, and I think this is my last story that I can think of right now, this inmate, not the one that was, uh, that had refused lockdown, but Upper Bravo 23, mm-hmm. he was being a dick <coughs> and started telling- Go figure, it's Bravo. Right. Started screaming all this stuff and was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt myself, blah, blah, blah. Well, so of course we have to take action. And this guy had a cellmate. Okay, keep that in mind. So this guy starts acting up, and command post ended up coming down. And you know when command post comes down, it is not good. And especially the one lieutenant that came down. And (laughs) they're all standing at the the cell door, and I see the tasers and the, the OC come out. Oh, shoot. And I'm like, yes, some action! And I'm in the cage, so I'm like, yes! Because I took over cage uh, for the people who wanted to leave. So I was up in the cage, and I was watching. It's after the 9 o'clock count, you know? And, like, the only shitty thing is, is if this happens, I have to do an incident report. So I'm like, but yeah, come on, do it! This fucking dude got so wound up and started, like, throwing things out of the food slot at the officers and at command post. They ended up... They ended up deploying two cans of OC in this Jesus. cell. Yeah. And, <laughs> mind you, this guy had a cellmate. And he wasn't doing shit. Oh, no. The cellmate, the cellmate was, like, underneath the bed, I guess, with a mattress so that he wouldn't get depl- the OC deployed onto him. Oh but, so, of gosh. course, because of this, both had to get decontaminated. And the one, the one, the innocent <laughs> one, was pissed. Oh, I believe it. Like, he was livid. And then the the guy that had started all the problem uh, ended up having to get tased, too, because he just was being a douchebag. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an eventful night. And I didn't have to do an incident report, so it was like... Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, one of the few, um, stories that I can think of, I'm driving in perimeter, okay? Oh, rough. Okay. It was snowy. Uh, and there were hairs all over the place. Like, rabbits? Yeah, okay. And this one rabbit 
he takes off right in front of me. I have to skid to a stop because it's freaking icy out. So I'm like sliding. You just a don't want to kill the poor bunny. I didn't want to kill the bunny, but I watched the bunny. It ran. It jumped. It hit one of the wooden pen fences, and then it biffed it. Oh. It did somersaults. Oh. I was like trying so hard not to laugh. Oh. And um it was just it was great. It was wonderful. I loved it. <laughs> um if you guys didn't know, we have a lot of foxes and other wild animals out at the prison. Mhm. I swear to gosh, to god. Um Foxes love to chase deer. Yeah. These deer were chasing a fox. Oh. <clears throat> Turn of events. They were like chasing it off, I guess, but it was it was really funny to watch because the fox only had three legs. Oh. So my guess is that it got caught in a trap and it freed itself. Yeah. Um actually that fox had kids not that long ago. Oh. But uh yeah. Fun. So actually, uh fun fact for you guys. Um, today is actually a year ago that I have officially been gone from the prison. Lucky bug. Right? <laughs> so, um, I, uh, was actually looking at my memories yesterday, and, and I had taken a couple pictures from when I had left. And I remember this night, literally a year ago. <laughs> so, I was up in Tower 4 for my last shift. I don't know how no. I got so lucky. I don't know how I got so lucky. I don't know if I consider that luck, to be honest. You know, I was fine with it because, like, it was such a pretty day outside. Yeah, but the relief there sucks. Oh, yeah, it, it sucks ass. So, um, the change house had actually shut down at 9, and I forgot how to run all of the gates on you my You mean own. the guard station? Er, yeah, guard station, sorry. Change house closes at 5. Yeah, sorry, guard station. So they closed... And I forgot all the knobs. Like, I forgot. I didn't realize Anytime how many knobs. Anytime that I have to give a break up there, I always have right. to... Which one's to which? Well, and I was fine with the gates that I needed to use for my relief. Mm-hmm. I was fine with those. Mm-hmm. But it was the other gates. Well, there was a lady that had stayed out in Industries way late. And so she was coming through, and I couldn't figure out one of the gates. Well, then the gate got frozen. It... it Froze. Oh, I hate it when that happens. And she was between the sally port. Well, she's yelling at me, open the goddamn gate, and just screaming at me. How are you supposed to fix a frozen right? fucking gate? I know, and I'm trying to tell her, look, the gate's frozen, I can't do anything. She goes, it's fucking cold out here. I was like, well, yeah, it's November in Montana. Like, no shit, I know, it's 10 o'clock at night, sorry. So <laughs> Can't really help you there, buddy. So she's just screaming and screaming at me, and... So, finally, I got the one gate to go out out towards, like, MDIU. Um, I got that open. And I told her, I was like, get in one, two, and go up. She goes, I can't. I was like, I don't give a shit. The gate's frozen. I'll take the heat for it. What are they going to do? Fire me? <laughs> so, she finally got in one, two, which is against policy, I guess, because she's not security. She's not security, yeah. Um, but I didn't have another choice. I couldn't get the gate open. Exactly. They couldn't get it open until the next morning, I guess. <coughs> so this lady's yelling at me. And so I once I finally get relieved, I get in one, two, and I was like, that son of a bitch. Like, I was, I was fuming. 
And the guy was like, yeah, I kind of told her off for you. I was like, what'd you say? He goes, well, she was bitching that she only has like three weeks left out here and then she's going to be retiring. Um, so she's just in a bad mood. And I was like, yeah, and tonight's my last fucking night. She goes, he goes, yeah, I know I told her that. And now she feels really bad, I think. (laughs) Well, that sucks. But I was like, what are they going to do? Fire me for sending her in one, two? That was your last night. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter. But so my last night ended (coughs) off in kind of a bad manner. Like I'd had a good day up until that point. (laughs) But now I'm out of there and I love my job. Jobs. That's good. Jobs. Plural. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any more stories there or should we call this episode good? Let's call it good because I can't think of any. I can't either. (laughs) So we know this one is kind of different this week, but. Again, Sarah's leaving us. Sorry. And not sorry. We didn't Could have enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, we didn't have enough time to pull together a full case for you guys. 